welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Welcome back, everybody. Christy, we are here for what? Episode five? Yes. Five of those old-timey Southern lovebirds trying to make it to Decision Day out in Nashville. Though... They're in Jamaica right now for their super sexy honeymoons. Who do you want to talk about first here on the super sexy honeymoon episode part one? Let's do Ares and Jasmine. Okay. So we're continuing this theme of Ares not eating, I guess, all meat most meat but particularly bacon this this relationship really could come down to bacon versus no bacon on whether it fails or succeeds i mean he seems to like the smell <laughs> just... yeah he's he's not he's not trying to keep her from eating bacon though he does kind of he jokes about uh trying to stretch that out to maybe going maybe going a day in between eating bacon <laughs> uh i the only concern that i have here is i just feel like it would get old very quickly if every day he's just like oh wow you're eating bacon again or referring to it as swine as he did last episode yeah, I, it would just get annoying very quickly to me. It's like, yes, Eris, I am eating more bacon. I'm in Jamaica on vacation. I will be eating bacon constantly. Thank you very much. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, but mm, I guess yeah. we'll see if she can handle it. We also learned that he says it is 80% his fault that his previous relationships didn't work mainly because he wasn't mature enough or ready for marriage i mean i don't think any of us are shocked by that no i wasn't Mm -hmm. though she to be fair she does sort of say yeah like me too kind of like i'm always the one walking away at least yeah, she also mentions, mentions being a workaholic. So mm-hmm. she will have to learn how to balance things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As do we all. Life is a juggling act. Well, Trying to keep 45 on chainsaws up in the air at the same time. That's life. Well, Eris will have to juggle all of her dogs very soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... Man, between the bacon and the dogs, this relationship is on shaky, shaky ground. Because <laughs> <laughs> going back to the excessive joking thing again, in my experience... Perhaps there's some red flag there. Like if you're constantly cracking jokes about something hyper specific, like oh, oh, you're eating bacon again, oh, or or uh, the sort of hyperbolic uh, statement he made there about how he's trying to support her right with her her mom. Um, I don't know. Her mom's doing chemo because of the mm-hmm. cancer. Yeah. I think that was during that conversation. And he's like, yeah, like I'll, I'll support you and help you and walk your 20 dogs. <laughs> so that sort of hyperbolic joking perhaps could indicate there is a, a an actual irritant under the surface there oh, that for, he's for like sure. really just trying to make light of. But the fact that you end up joking about it so much shows that in fact you actually haven't resolved that in your heart (laughs) well he hasn't even met the dogs yet so 
Oh, that's going to be an interesting day. Can't wait. <laughs> I mean, I I keep I keep seeing certain parallels between this season and last season. Man, I mean, last season yeah. only had the two dogs. Now we have so many more. Uh-huh. Well, I'm even talking about how we had that just the 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 dog attack last season. Yeah, that's that, what I'm referring that, to. Yeah, that ended the marriage. Uh, perhaps when they get together, he's going to get jumped on by several of the dogs in their excitement, and he's just going to walk away. He's like, you know what? My one-night stands didn't let their dogs jump on me because <laughs> I didn't have sex with anybody who had dogs. And that's why I stayed on the streets. I'm going back to the streets. We'll see. Hopefully, he has it in him to stick this thing out all the way through. Did you like their snorkel activity? I mean, it looked like they had fun. Aside from his beard, like interfering with the mask so he was having a little trouble with that because it looked like it couldn't form a seal like around his mouth or something i honestly had no idea what he was talking about because i thought snorkel masks so you have the goggles themselves which are pretty big but those aren't going to be over your beard and then you have like the the mouthpiece but that's not very big either and it's not like he has bushiness on the front of his face it's like the sides and underneath so i i was i was thinking maybe it was more of a relationship building ploy like oh take care of me help me i'm swallowing (laughs) salt water but i i guess i'm not a snorkel expert so i don't want to be too skeptical here i did find it funny that he's was talking about how this is going to be the beginning of a 30 or 40 year (laughs) marriage well isn't i mean he's he's getting up there isn't he 39 yes so yeah he's not he doesn't have long for this world (laughs) he's like yeah no i'm definitely gonna be dead by 79 years old (laughs) i mean at this point he just needs to make it a year first like yeah, it's always he funny needs to make to it a week first. With ba- baby steps, baby steps, okay? Yeah, 30 or 40 years is jumping the gun just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be such a great memory. They're going to look back. Oh, remember that time? Like, we were snorkeling and, like, the snorkel leaked and you liked my beard. Ha, ha, ha. I don't know. I don't think it was memorable enough for that personally no i don't want to judge people's core memories here too much then we had an interesting conversation during their dinner on the beach Mm. where he feels the need to ask what her favorite sexual position is right because out of all the questions you could ask someone you just married at first sight three right this is day three <laughs> day three not uh oh like what how do you plan on growing over the next five years so like what what is your favorite thing about this or your favorite thing about me you know it's just straight he's he's missing the streets. I was going to say, this is a very streets question. And all right, because at this point, it has been 17 days since he's had sex, <laughs> if we are to believe him. Right? So... Something like that, yeah. So he is struggling. He's like, let's just get to, like, we're married. Let's get to the point. I mean, I, we don't even have to be married, but, like, we're married, so... And she is not that forward. No, she does not answer, which is smart on her part. Uh, And then he asks, what's her favorite color? 
She says lavender. And of course, this somehow has to relate back to sex because if you picked lavender, it means your favorite position is downward facing dog. So remember what I said about him probably not having sex in 17 days? <laughs> he just, he strikes me as someone who is just having, having sex with a different person every like three days. And maybe that's inaccurate. I don't know. I don't know what his situation is, but he seemed like he was, I he feel was like, really productive. I feel like his body count is probably not that far off from Clint's. Could be even higher. Do I want to know? No, I do not. I have better things to put in my brain. I I also thought this continuation was also very strange because of all the things he could call it he says that she has a sex demon inside that he wants to pull out of that her. he wants to pull out of her a sex demon i feel like that's another way of just saying like freaking the sheets or something i know but it's just so weird i'm sorry it is weird maybe i like i'm just I'm just like a pilgrim. I'm a pilgrim from the Mayflower <laughs> with my with my giant buckles on my shoe and my my tall hat and I just I just sit here freaking out because we pilgrims don't talk about this stuff, but it's just so funny to me to hear Eris in particular, yeah, and then and then there's a. I guess I'll just have to be a sex mentor. Ugh. <laughs> like, so what? like condescending. What? what? Like, especially considering the fact that they really don't know anything about each other right now, and just to make that leap that because Jasmine isn't as just forward and willing to whip it out immediately equates to this like she doesn't know her sexuality or like she isn't good at sex or like all those things is like what you That's don't ridiculous. you don't know that because <laughs> I, I think she didn't she specifically say in an itm that she likes sex she like she just it's gonna Isn't take like, yeah, yeah it's gonna Isn't take like a little Iris. time she's she said she's more modest with it well yeah i mean I, look as much as it could make sense to just commit 100 percent to this weird thing and be like okay well we're married might as well just have sex on the wedding night it is way more normal to me to be reserved and be like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this a little bit of time to like not just have sex with a complete stranger. So and the the cherry on top of this conversation is that he says this is giving class, and he wants it to give whore. That <laughs> I just. Uh, I feel like my my opinion of him continues to go down each each episode. Oh man, I wish that that wasn't the case. I really do. But like, how are you going to talk about how you've left the streets behind and then come to the honeymoon <laughs> with questions like this? Yeah, I I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that's uh that's all that's all I got. <laughs> What would it take for your opinion of Eris to increase to a more normal level? Well, less conversations like that for to start with. And maybe just meeting her halfway on all the sex stuff. Uh, yeah, it's... It's a bummer. Be a little, be being a little more respectful, right? Because it's 
it, I don't know. I just feel like it would be one thing if, if like, they were matching each other's energy. But it's, it's another thing to just be going on and on. It's like, especially because she definitely expressed some discomfort there. Yeah, like he should have been able to read the room. And right. not keep going with question after question. Right. So that that that's where I I start to get turned off and he starts to lose me is when it, like he just can't take a hint and conti- no. continues on in, versus because I like I I wouldn't really care as as much as I like to don my pilgrim hat if if that energy is returned. And it's like whatever. Like it makes me personally uncomfortable to have to watch you make all googly eyes <laughs> and everything. But you're throwing it back and forth. Whatever, that's fine. But because uh, I feel like that is more of the situation. And they ha- they haven't gotten that crass or anything as Eris has. But it's a it's a similar level of horniness, I guess. like the two of them nicole and chris of like i'm pretty sure they've had sex by now or are about to they they've like been batting the eyes and and stuff like that but that's that's something that they've both that like the energy has been from both of them Mm -hmm. instead of just like i am gonna have sex with you whether you like it or not. And I'm going to wear you down. And that just is kind of gross. So that's my opinion. Do with it what you will. So there you go. Let's move on to Gina and Clint. Before we do, there are two last things that I want to say. First of which is that uh, Eris and Jasmine got to throw a little frisbee disc around uh, for a bit as they had a conversation. Eris didn't mm-hmm. seem very good. I just wanted to say that <laughs> <laughs> because I'm mean and terrible. Uh, and then the other thing, um, you know, that's actually more important in my view to mention, the other was just being mean, was that I, there, I think there's definitely a, f- a lot of concern on Jasmine's part about Eris's relationship history specifically oh, yeah. I forgot about that specifically how he's just like basically a middle-aged man and has never fallen in love hmm. or love like loved somebody in that way I had mixed thoughts on that just because like there, there has to be a first time for everyone to fall in love, but also it's a bit odd that he's been hopping around all these years and it hasn't happened. It's not, it's not like he hasn't dated people. Right. I, I think for me the the more difficult pill to swallow is that because because right because obviously he has had a lot of like flings one nice things whatever you want to call it um and so it makes sense that you don't fall in love with any of those people theoretically because if you just see them for one night and never again yeah whatever but it seems like he has been in a certain number of uh, longer term relationships than that yeah so that that's the more concerning thing to me and i think was the more concerning thing to her is that like oh well but you actually have been in some relationships and that were like long enough theoretically for that to happen and just kind of continued and continued and continued and eventually ended and nothing happened so yeah it just seems like he hasn't needed or wanted to commit Mm -hmm. well now he's in the deep end which is probably why the cousin was so concerned. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. I'm sorry for derailing you. We can go. No, no, that was good. I'd forgotten about that part. We can go to J- 
Gina and Clint. So they had quite an adventure this episode, and I was left puzzled why their excursion took them so far away from the resort. From what I could gather, there was a waterfall they really wanted to see. (laughs) I don't know. To me, that wouldn't have been worth... Because even she mentioned on After Party that it was supposed to be like 45 minutes to an hour, which is already too far (laughs) to go. Wow. Well, it seemed like all the other couples got to do activities that were like pretty close. Well, but it seemed like they seems like that's what they want. They wanted to see the waterfall. I mean, I guess, but it turned into a whole thing because, like, water had eroded part of the road, and I guess they had to take a detour. There was a storm. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they had to take a different road that added a bunch of time. They had to take refuge, but they event look. They eventually made it to the waterfall. So yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it <laughs> what an ordeal though hey it's part of the charm of the thing you I know mean, gets to get you get to see how the other person is under stressful situations yeah i mean she handled it better than he thought she would have <laughs> just because he uh he thought she was high maintenance yeah or would be high maintenance <laughs> that is interesting do you why why do you think he had that impression? Is it just because he has a low opinion of women? No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> or, um, or do you think he's just like, because she is a pretty, uh, like she's obviously like fiercely independent, but she's also like personality wise, she's not like a social hermit or something like i don't know what i I don't know what i'm trying to say i don't know if maybe like the hairdresser element played into it but i don't know she doesn't seem high maintenance to me right I, i i didn't get that impression either i was just trying to figure out like what could possibly have done that and i i may have just been more her personality like she's just like out there and she says what she thinks and she you know she's not a quiet person particularly yeah so uh yeah that was uh i'm sorry i shouldn't have i shouldn't have thrown that accusation out there i apologize <laughs> uh i'm sure that he has great opinions of all women all as, 65 of them as i wasn't going to say anything about that <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> well, we're just we're being terrible this episode let's let's be let's let's go back to being nice okay well there was a conversation between the two of them where she says that she has admiration for clint but she's not there yet on a physical level which is laying the groundwork for a later conversation mm-hmm yeah, she also, I mean, she needs somebody who can handle her independence, which is obviously true. It it definitely, I, I like, in my opinion, she's a lot. Not because she's high maintenance, like, I'm not saying she's high maintenance. I'm saying, so she's not high maintenance, but, like, her life is a lot to deal with. With the whole salon thing. Yeah. And everything that she's trying to do as as a business person. Like, that is that is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Like, she said she was doing payroll that morning. <laughs> like, she doesn't even get a break on her honeymoon. I, know, I, thought, she, I thought she swore she would leave her <laughs> work oh. home behind. <laughs> People got to get paid. Uh, I guess so. So, yeah, that that's a very... Uh, I think kind of requires a very specific person who can kind of handle that and be able to deal with the 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 um a bajillion hours that I'm sure that she puts into all of that. And so I mean as a result as she talked about she hasn't really had great fortune finding somebody. 
Because I guess I got the impression too, and I wanted to ask if you got this impression as well, but it kind of seemed like at some level she wanted a husband would be who would be involved at some, like at some level in some way because she was talking about how she didn't like how a lot of people would just be like oh yay go you i'm gonna like go over here and not be involved yeah i mean i don't know how involved the husband can be well you gotta that teach bus- him how to give a crazy good style <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just somebody who, like, actively supports her. Like, maybe not directly, but mm-hmm. emotional support. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to f- I'm trying to figure out here how all this is going to go. I feel like at some level, if she can figure out the whole how much she hates him physically... <laughs> I don't know, I could maybe see this working in that, like, she also needs somebody who's going to be super independent as well because she she doesn't have time to, like, really care for someone in, like, a spousal way a ton. She just doesn't have time. This woman is, like, going to be on Time Magazine at some point, I'm sure. And so it may work out is what I'm trying to say. My ultimate message. <laughs> I need to, I, I should just edit all of this out and say what I've been trying to say, <laughs> which is it may be good for her to have a husband who spends most of his time on the other side of the world. Sailing. Sailing. <laughs> <laughs> and then they meet back up once a quarter. We're like, hey, wow, I'm married to you. Sweet. That's great. <laughs> good job. Uh, I'm going to go back sailing and uh, I'll call you on the satellite phone. You keep on rocking the business world. I, I don't know. It, it might be. That would not work for me personally, but. Right, but you don't have a rapidly expanding salon business. So I don't know. Well, it may be one of the options is what I'm trying to say. Maybe one of the options that would actually work for her in terms of relationship. But. Well, we will see. We'll see if she can overcome the mm-hmm. lack yeah. of physical chemistry. Yeah, are you are you ready to talk about the this episode's bombshell conversation? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> she said she doesn't want to force anything. And Clint's like, Yeah, I feel the same way, but I feel like as an audience we're like, um, no, you don't actually feel the same way unless there's something you haven't told us. Right, because I believe what she said was that she's not feeling an overwhelming physical attraction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A.K.A., bro, you are, I don't want to say ugly, but you are ugly to me. <laughs> wow. Well, then she also says that attraction is unexplainable she's like couching it in so many (laughs) like she's like there's there like look this isn't my fault this is just (laughs) it's unexplainable why i'm not attracted to you like she's like it can grow over time i'm staying open-minded and then the actual bombshell of i don't really vibe with gingery features or redheads well well, yeah she doesn't (laughs) vibe with redheads or gingery features gingery features is such a strange way of putting that yeah it's also i don't know this whole thing was funny to me as well because i feel like he's a pretty decent looking guy like he's not like a supermodel but he has a good head of hair which you know kirsten would kill for (laughs) he has a, a solid beard like is it it's a nice color like what more can you ask out of a man i mean come on like men aren't usually all that you know i feel like he could have (laughs) used a bit of a haircut personally that's just because you abhor (laughs) longer male haircuts and we're not even gonna get into that whole can of worms no but 
did did you feel like he kind of took a hit to the ego here? Well, he got real quiet. <laughs> like um, on after party, they asked Shaquille about that, and he said. Oh, yeah, Clint was hurt by that because of how quiet he got because he had spent enough time with him, more time than Gina probably had at that point. So he knew that yeah. was probably a little hurtful. I don't I don't really know how you could hear that and and not be hurt. I know, because she be even said, honest. not to say you're unattractive, <laughs> but that's what you are referring to the gingery feature. Yeah, she's like... <laughs> I would never in a million years go out with someone who is a redhead. I don't think red hair is that bad. But, but that doesn't mean you're ugly. Again, just <laughs> ugly to me personally. <laughs> wow, even even you are hating on redheads. Oh, I, I redheads aren't terrible. No, I I I didn't mean it like that. I meant like <laughs> there there wasn't anything bad about redheads. Like Right. In fact, here's a little fun fact for you. A lot of men have pretty reddish beards, even if they're not redheads. That's just it's yeah. a super common beard color for men with some sort of brown hair. I also didn't even think Clint had reddish hair at all or am i just i mean he's in, in my opinion which shouldn't count for anything because i'm blind as a bat and colors are mysterious but he's more he's more of like a strawberry blonde to me <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that's actually true but he didn't strike me as like fully ginger no reddish which I guess is she covered that under her gingery feature. <laughs> she's like, just in case people have issue with like, oh, he's not really a redhead. I also hate gingery features. I've never heard that phrase before, ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she actually said gingery or just ginger. I feel like it was I think just... it was gingery because on after party they talked about that. So mm, okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well. It what my last note here is what summed up in my opinion this entire conversation for them. So, so awkward. Yeah, it was. It's like, what uh, do you even say to that? Yeah, here's another relationship that may be doomed from the start. Mm -hmm. I, I just I felt, I felt like. We got female Mitch here. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> it just it reminded me very much of that initial conversation. I just feel like these couples need to not spend so much time talking about attraction in the beginning. Right. It, just, it, it's, just get to know each other and worry about that later. It's, it's unproductive, to be honest with you. It just sinks the relationship, basically. Yeah, because it 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 basically, despite being in person and being actually married, in a lot of ways it practically reduces the situation to like online dating because that's that's the whole thing with online dating, right? Is you're just swiping around and you're making these judgment calls based in large part on the person's stupid face right like yeah. obviously people have profiles and everything but that's that's the the thing when the, the first thing you look at right and so the reality is even though i don't blame people for doing that the reality is so much of relationship obviously i mean come on is the personality and the character and the compatibility that goes so beyond looks and that's intuitive in a lot of ways but i feel like people get caught on married at first sight at this like okay well i asked the experts for this or like man i just i'm not a huge fan of that particular thing that they gave me when it's like at this point you're essentially just swiping on tinder 
So give it a moment <laughs> so you can actually have some conversations with the person and grow into that area. But no, nobody listens to me, Christy. Sadly, no. Mm-mm. No, they don't, which is a bummer. This world would be a much better place if I was in charge. I'm kidding. I would do a terrible job. So should we talk about Kirsten and Shaquille? Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a hole to dig himself out of. Yes, they are one day late, I think, to the honeymoon. Yes, that, that is what he promised, is it would be one just one day. So he is very appreciative of her coming to Mississippi. But like you said, now it's time to make up for lost time. So <laughs> we see them riding ATVs, which Shaquille is very hesitant, hesitant about because of his childhood accident, which I can't really blame him for that. Correct. I I only blame him from a come on man you should just do everything in life we're all gonna die probably horribly you can't think about that <laughs> no everyone has different perspectives oh absolutely and, but i and i'm like i'm saying this as somebody who has suffered horribly so <laughs> uh you know just i don't know life is we take our lives into our hands every minute of every day just about life is a horror show okay we could die at any moment that's true <laughs> for any reason but the practical outworking of this it just not the whole dying thing but him uh, being hesitant about life is that man he is a granny driver <laughs> he was driving very cautiously lagging behind quite a bit and then they got to that pond well first first i just want to say i was just cracking up so much because you just keep alternating between shots of kirsten who's full throttle just zipping around and then it goes back to him and it's like elevator music and he's like he's like he like barely has the throttle open at all he's just like what is the slowest I can go without <laughs> stalling this thing? He's just taking in the scenery. <laughs> this this was like this was like the ATVing that Stasha and Nate did, except instead of Nate getting lost because he stopped to be on Instagram constantly, Shaquille just got lost because he was going so slow that he got left behind. <laughs> <laughs> so yes let's talk let's talk about that puddle because that was also very funny it was a little more than a puddle but... it was a puddle <laughs> well he i don't know I, did, I don't remember if he like paused before oh going yeah through it but uh-huh he was like i can do this if... you, know, you never know how deep it's gonna be we've all heard the phrase turn around don't drown <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think we have <laughs> I look. If you were just driving along in an abandoned area, sure, absolutely. But like, this is an active ATV trail that you're being guided along. I mean, fair enough. But <laughs> Christy, Christy, uh, and I, I would, have, be, I would be shocked. We, we, yes, we have very different personality traits when it comes to taking risk and perceived versus actual risk so christy was on that that atv in spirit with <laughs> with Shaq as he yep. faced faced his fear uh which <laughs> oh that's probably my favorite moment of the series so far <laughs> it's just psyching himself up to get through the puddle hmm so then they start talking about attraction, mm -hmm. which, man, this, I feel like it didn't go as horribly as Gina and Clint, but 
No, because I, I, I think that she is starting to warm to him, as she was saying. Yeah, I could see, I could see that. I mean, he says he's attracted to her. She says he's growing on her. <laughs> and this is the part I feel like she should have left out that the at first she wasn't attracted to him <laughs> with his bald head. Like, you could have just not. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sometimes, sometimes, like, you know, your marriage could be 25% smoother if you just hadn't said that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, because cause that. And obviously, you know, at some point they see the episode back and everything. But th these eight weeks are such a vulnerable time that why why do you need to why do you need to say stuff like that? It doesn't it doesn't help or change anything. It's like because either you're going to grow into attraction like is normal, right? Mm -hmm. Like people don't just typically be automatically super attracted to someone and like oh yeah i'm totally gonna spend the rest of my life with this stranger it takes time so it's totally understandable why would you sabotage that process by being like you know yeah it's totally normal that like it'll take time to get comfortable with each other and be comfortable physically and come to like this person's facial features why would you face that reality with oh yeah i thought you were i thought you were ugly af when i first saw you <laughs> <laughs> just no bad bad play yeah just keep just keep that to yourself <laughs> you but, know that's that's something but, you can like say when you've been married for 10 years or something be like yeah man i'm so glad we made it to where we are now because like initially like I wasn't that attracted to you. But like, wait, let's get some marriage under the belt first. Ah, uh, man. I think that the difference here is that he does seem to me at least pretty sincere in his patience. And so, I would agree, yeah. so I feel like it plays out differently than the jasmine and Eris situation because at the end of the day in a lot of ways they they want very similar things like they want to be intimate with their wives mm -hmm. in a non-family friendly way but like to have that restraint and actually be like yeah i want to actually go at a pace that you're comfortable with and show that I am trustworthy to you and, and that you can be comfortable with me. I think that that's something that she has started to respond to. Now, will that continue? Will their love continue to blossom? I don't know. I can't say one way or the other, but I do think that there is a stronger foundation here despite the whole kissing debacle. Yeah, I feel a little more hopeful about them after this episode, for sure. Mm -hmm. Even though... Uh, even though she does note that, like, she needs him to kind of get out of school brain when he's talking to her, and so that he's, like, not presenting his ideas but actually like having a conversation with her <laughs> yeah that's a like real subtle thing i feel like i don't know that i could immediately like tell the difference just watching their conversations but i guess it's something she's picked up on yeah i mean she also gets a lot more uh data than we have because she yeah. actually gets to deal with him constantly uh so yeah, I, 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 I'm more hopeful at this point, so that's it's a great thing. We need to keep this thing moving. I, I, I was promised by Christy that this would be a super short episode, and it's not. I well, was lied to. Let's move to Dominique and McKinley then. Unless people think that I'm 
just being horrible to Christy. The whole reason that it hasn't been short is totally me just talking nonstop. So, ah, <laughs> uh, Nicole and Chris, I said they're vibing full real. In my opinion, yeah, they still seem they still seem good. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw them. Pounded you, yeah. One, pounding two. the rum. Which was very... <laughs> I I didn't totally understand this because it was supposed to be a private rum tasting. But what it ended up being is just consecutive shots of rum, essentially. Well, they were tasting th- as th- they like, took shots. Well, like, there's... <laughs> It, there's a difference in my mind, at least. Like, you got to take a moment and savor it and see what it tastes like versus just like, okay, yeah, whoop, down the hatch. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe that was all cut out, but it was cut together to show them one after the other. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was time in there. It's just it didn't seem like whenever they were given one, they drank it just straight immediately without any sort of taking time to savor it and then they had to learn a dance after you've ingested all that alcohol that didn't seem like a good idea mm-hmm. yeah i think that uh there was definitely some inebriation there <laughs> and then later on nicole talks about her old life versus her new life and Chris seems a little worried. <laughs> old yeah, Nicole yeah. would have been a problem. Yeah, for him. Old, old. This seemed like old Nicole scared him a bit. I have a hard time picturing old Nicole, honestly. But yeah, she doesn't, I, doesn't seem to fit her current personality. I don't know. She tried to kind of uh, had like a uh, have a like a refresh, I guess, on on life. Um, I guess also, I don't know. What did you think of the the conversation they had? Like, it was obviously part of the same conversation, but before when they were kind of comparing their personalities, where Chris is pretty chill, I guess, uh, and Nicole is less chill. I guess she loses her cool easier, I believe is what she said. Yeah, hot-headedness. Mm-hmm. What did you, I, I just wanted your thoughts on that. Um, I guess I can picture her getting hot-headed. I don't... I, it's hard to tell with Chris. Well, as we've already established this season... He is a serial killer. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Nobody sue me. I am totally kidding. No, he he's he's a fine individual. Um, it is interesting to me because if you really are super chill, why does it matter if she loses her cool easier? Shouldn't your chill be able to absorb it all and remain chill? Yeah, but there's only but so much you can take, though. You need to, Especially if it happens a lot. You need to upgrade your compressor, your you know your compressor, so you can output more effective refrigeration. Hmm? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> what an analogy! That was that that was that was a refrigerator joke for our refrigerator fans out there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I again, I it he just I want to believe that he is an amazing person and that they are going to be married for a long time and be incredibly happy together. I just his reaction to that was a little strange to me, like you better not be throwing that at me. I'm not going to stand for it. Like Okay. I don't know. It's the hot headedness is I can understand why he doesn't want to deal with that. But 
Hopefully, really, she, you hopefully that, she keeps it in check. You say that as a hot-headed person? You feel bad that people have to deal with that? No, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Christy's very chill, as everyone who listens should know by now. So we move to dinner. And I just, he's still going real hard on the compliments. He's just, oh my, you're so beautiful. Well, he is a oh. nice guy. Yes, nice guy, TM. I'm very glad to see that the little preview of Do You Love Me Yet was just kind of a joke. And they kind of laughed it off. And he says, not yet. I mean, it was still awkward. Yes, but <laughs> it wasn't as bad as it could have been. It's, it's not It's not quite as awkward played as a joke instead of super seriously, but still. Yeah, this is, early. This is day three. In case anyone forgot. Well, actually, no. This is day four now, I think. Still. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who, know. who knows what day we're on, but it's very I mean, early. I guess day four is the perfect day to talk about kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got to have these conversations because, and I, I hope our audience knows this, but sex can indeed lead to babies. Indeed. <laughs> so uh, it is good to have these conversations because you never know when a baby is going to pop out you just they, well, they you should know yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> well, some yeah you know, some people don't yeah we we have tv shows about this surprise babies or whatever uh, is there's no show called that but it, it does should ha- be <laughs> it, it does happen uh and i guess she does not really want kids i mean she's open to them but she's not dying to have them. So it sounds like she could go either way. Yeah, but I feel like she's more like, I don't want kids. Because she has, she went through the whole, like, her whole life, basically, she's not wanted to have kids. So I feel well, like it's more of a soft no for her at this point. Like, she would prefer not to have kids. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he wants two kids, so I know. That, they are going to have to find a compromise. I think that that is funny as well. I just, maybe I'm weird, but it's funny to me when people are like, yes, I want two kids, a boy and a girl. Ah, perfection. I know. The, the whole it's, gender part is like, you don't get to well, pick unless you I do mean, like IVF or something. Yeah, you can just go through those sperm one by one, pick out <laughs> the best one. No, I, yeah, that, that it just cracks me up because if you're, uh, if you're having sex, as we established, it can lead to babies, so... There's some variety in terms of what you can get there. But that doesn't stop people from wishing for their perfect little picket fence family. You know, a little Jimmy so dad can play catch with him. And a little Susie that mommy can have play with dolls and teach how to sew. You know, just the American dream. (laughs) Yeah, I guess they will have to figure that out. They are, they plan to revisit this convo in a year or two. Mm-hmm. So, a year or two, or when they accidentally get pregnant. Well, then it's too late. So, <laughs> oh right, man, our last couple, Dominique and McKinley. I continue to like them. I know that that is very surprising to hear. To me, there's like a slight uneasiness mm. about their interactions. Mm, okay, well, I tell tell me more. I don't know that there's more to tell. It's just like a feeling. It's just your the vibe you get. Just a slight, like they know the cameras are there type of thing. So, do you think maybe they're maybe the they're trying too hard, or you feel like they're they're maybe trying too hard? 
given that like it's the filming environment and so they're very aware of that it seems to me more of like this sort of forced happiness sort of thing interesting i don't know i could be way off base but i mean i i didn't get that impression really but i also don't have your super attuned womanly intuition so i could be totally wrong here as well i mean some of that or a lot of that went away at the very end when they were like in the pool and everything but just some of their like conversations earlier where they're just sitting there is where i got that vibe hmm I feel like, too, it, the initial stages can be really uh, just strange to watch for us as well because it's, again, we're like three, three, four days into this whole process, and then you throw these people into an all-inclusive Jamaican resort. Like, I, most of these people in my professional opinion were basically plastered the entire episode <laughs> like i think i well so i guess jasmine and eris weren't dominique I, and mckinley drank quite a bit though yeah i get i would it seemed like to me that nicole and chris and dominique and mckinley drank a lot this episode i don't want to i don't want to gaslight everyone and say say oh it was all the couples because thinking about it i think it was just the two of them it seemed like i mean everybody was drinking but those two couples in particular were very drinky did you appreciate uh i i guess one of the things i like is she just she has some great quotes speaking of dominique like it's never too early to drink on your honeymoon. Yeah, I took note of that too. <laughs> As they're like eating breakfast in the morning, it's like that's just putting my pilgrim hat back on. I just don't often go around drinking in the morning. But when you're on your honeymoon, I guess it's never too early. You to gotta drink. have a mimosa. Uh huh. Yeah. Did I, you? Is, sorry. Yeah. I was just gonna say I shared Max hesitation with that sailboat. <laughs> <laughs> like you're you're in a protected bay. It's totally fine. Well, then they had like the the professional sail with them, so mm -hmm. that was yeah, a little better. Yeah, he, he was controlling everything, and it was fine. The other the other quote that I enjoyed was, "Don't ever get a boob job." wear a small life jacket <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, pretty effective mm -hmm. so did you relate to mac this episode as well in addition to shaquille with his hesitation to go sailing hesitation oh, yeah, to for sure. do everything mm -hmm. yeah yeah. I mean, I'm also just not a big water activity person, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because uh, the the other thing that he was kind of like, I don't know about that, was the water was super clear. He's like, oh, wow, that, no, there's no sharks here. And the guy, the, the guy with them is like, no, there are nurse sharks, which are stupid. Like, they're docile. But he, Mac was like, mm, oh, boy. Uh. Yeah, I don't mess around with sharks. But they're nurse sharks. That means they are nurturing and caring. I had I had not heard of those before. <laughs> so to me, I hear the word shark. You know, you just you just jump straight to tearing flesh. Yes, huh? teeth <laughs> teeth bared. Wow. <laughs> wow. You got you got to you, uh, you got to do some research on friendly sharks. I think we all can learn something. <laughs> so continuing on with our final couple here, here uh, I did think that at their dinner, Mac was probably drunk. He was 
he seemed at the very least sunburned, which is understandable. But I think he was sunburned and drunk because there's some <laughs> like, I know that whole thread of of his about the dinner and like the making the table and catching the lobster and like that whole thing it just seemed to me like drunk person logic like oh i think i'm so funny here and clever i made the table i just maybe it's his sense of humor i think that's part of what i was talking about earlier with the like being forced yes that didn't seem natural to me (laughs) well it wasn't natural the question is why wasn't it natural and I feel like for now we can probably attribute things, at least I'm going to, to a copious amount of alcohol. <laughs> well, we'll see if they sober up next episode. Because there, I feel like he was also kind of semi-slurring at some point during dinner, the dinner too. So, I don't know. You, again, you kind of you're in a place unlimited alcohol you kind of go crazy well you know it just it's natural we've all been there (laughs) christy hasn't been there christy is too pure to put poison in her veins (laughs) so dessert with more alcohol at the pool i did notice they had a fresh (laughs) set of drinks yeah (laughs) Look, I mean, you, you again. Yeah, uh, when in Rome. Yes, yeah. When in the Jamaican resort with unlimited alcohol. Uh, why wouldn't you? So, do you have any takeaways from this conversation? This I do scene? not. Okay, because I just got the feeling that, especially with all the alcohol flowing, that. They're probably going to, uh, as Will Smith says, get jiggy with it that evening. It I just, would not be surprised. It just seemed like they were majorly heading in that direction. So, they'll tell us next I, episode. Yeah, I maybe. guess I guess we'll hear about that in in next after party. <laughs> Yay! So so exciting. Uh taken off my pilgrim hat (laughs) there's a couple little things from after party i hadn't mentioned please tell us tell us everything shaquille told us that they they were talking about the atv scene and he said he is very cautious even when driving his car he keeps scissors in the car in case he gets trapped so i think that just carries over to a lot of areas of his life probably Mm-hmm. He also implied that, like, behind the scenes, Kirsten's basically being like, don't touch her. But then on on camera, on the scene we saw, she's like, yeah, I like physical touch. So now he's kind of, like, confused. Yeah, right. Well, because specifically uh, talking about their conversation post-ATV, they were sort of in this, like, hammock sling thing yeah and she was sitting on his lap kind of on top of each other to a degree i mean what she seemed to be saying was that she i guess had a hard time with kissing but she liked like holding his hand and stuff like that yeah but i think he's saying behind the scenes when they're not filming it's like get away from me yeah it's a little different (laughs) so i don't know oh no oh no I've and, seen behind the curtain, and I am sad. <laughs> and I, was, I was so hopeful. And then Gina did mention that she regrets possibly hurting Clint's feelings with <laughs> possibly, her comments. <laughs> possibly hurting his feelings. She 100% definitely for sure hurt his feelings. Yeah, oh. so that was all. Okay. Well... I'm going to be a bit of a tease here and I'm not going to have us give our decision day predictions this week. I'm going to wait till next week. Keep people on their toes and guessing. You didn't think I would do such an 
outlandish, wacky thing, did you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's It's so difficult with Christy here. She never gives me the satisfaction. <laughs> you were supposed to be like, oh, how could you? Oh, no. I missed the memo. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, well, I guess you'll have to feign surprise and shock next time. If you don't have anything else, Christy, I'm going to end the episode because it's been a decent length episode perfect for itunes and all the other delicious places where podcasts are found all across the world so thank you everyone for listening as always we will be back checks my calendar next week for another episode of the bachelor even though this is married at first sight this episode alternating incredible and revolutionary. Goodbye.